we go ahead and get started with the uh, first of many Good Brothers podcasts. I'm um, Preston Powell here at Churchill Smoke Shop with my partner in crime, Chad, Chad Juice. That's um, right, man. <laughs> just give you a little insight what we're trying to do here. Just offer a space where Good Brothers get together and converse on various issues, ideas, and visions. Uh, this will be the first one. We try to do this kind of bi-weekly every Sunday here at Churchill. And we have many guests come on to talk about different aspects and different things that are going on in the cigar atmosphere, the political atmosphere, the sports atmosphere. Uh, but today, just to show you, I'm smoking Good Brothers that we offer here, Good Brothers Cigar. It's a Havana wrapper with a Nicaraguan filler. That's right, Good Brothers. Made by the factory in Espinosa, along with a fine cocktail, Glen 11 12. To enjoy the evening. Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, Chad, let's give some people insight on how the uh, Good Brothers community came about. Man, it's just um, being up here at Churchill Smoke Shop. I thank God for Churchill Smoke Shop, a place for uh, grown people to have a place to come, decompress. And you know, we just the camaraderie, the fellowship, and we just say, you know what, we're good brothers. I said, we'll start something, we'll call the good brothers committee. So that's basically how it got started just being men coming together and becoming friends, and friends turning to fellowship, and fellowship, you know, turned to a brotherhood. That's basically how the good brothers brotherhood and turned into a podcast, <laughs> right? Right, good deal. Well, you will see, hey, look at that, yeah, you'll see throughout this process that. Uh, not with it won't be just me and Chad. You probably see me, Chad. It'd be one variation of one of us all the time. But you're gonna have to see a lot of different people at some point. Uh, Chad, you can talk a little bit about Soul City Smoke Fest. We'll talk a little bit about what's going on there. We'll probably have some vendors come on and talk about different cigars and things like that, different lifestyle things, wine, liquors, food. Like I said, we're gonna try to cover a little bit of everything. This being this first show, right. I wanted to at least talk about a little bit about who we are, what we're trying to accomplish with this show, or podcast per se, uh, and everything else that's going on in the uh, let's see the the, the the black atmosphere, so to speak. Let's put it like <laughs> I got that. You. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, second, let's talk, let's talk a little bit about this. Twenty twenty three is happy new year to everybody. What you looking for best coming up this next year? Oh man. What am I looking best forward to? You know what, Preston? It might be a little bit off the kilter, but I'm looking for more people to be able to engage in healthy conversations and not self-internalize everything. Yeah. Be able to take be able to take a person's opinion, even though their opinion might be very biased. Right. Unwarranted, faceless, and pointless, but have healthy conversations, be able to express themselves, and have healthy conversations that is conducive for positive social interaction. That's what I look forward to. Yeah, well, that, that'll, that'll be a blessing for everybody. I think we're getting to the point where uh, a lot of healthy conversations are needed. Um, you know, we had a lot going on this year, especially in the city of Jackson, right. let alone the political turmoil, the infrastructure turmoil, right. but, you know, the, the great run by Jackson State, Coach Prime. There's a lot of things that, that can be discussed. So hopefully next year we'll be able to have those kind of fruitful conversations without, you know, 
attitudes and uh, everybody take everything so personal and things like that. Uh, I mean, one thing is let everybody know that you know Chad, you're a former JSU Tiger, uh, played on the football team. Right. I think you were the last last white championship when the full prime got here, wasn't it? Actually, it was 2007. 2007. Okay. Yeah, yeah so but we were, we're, we're, we're the last team to do it back to back, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So not kind of without prime. So you're gonna get a lot of. Uh, History with that, uh, with your experience with Jackson State and things like that, uh, you know, I support Jackson State because I live in Jackson. I'm a Louisiana native, so you know, they still got part of my heart to be with Southern and Grambling. My aunt was a professor in Southern, so right. I just can't, can't leave my family behind. <laughs> <laughs> I feel but, that. Like, I got much love for Jackson State. I mean, I sit here and I support Jackson State as I support all HBCUs. Let's talk a little bit about the cigar, the cigar atmosphere, the cigar business here in the city of Jackson. You started Soul City Smoke Fest with a couple mm-hmm. of other cigar lovers. Uh, what are you looking forward to do with Cigar Smoke Fest coming in the next year and beyond? What I'm looking to do is expand and grow it uh, in a way that it'll be a viable event for our city, uh, a revenue maker. Um, that will highlight our city, that will introduce people to come to our city because our city has a lot of culture. Our city is diverse. We have a diverse community. Um, but also teach, you know, uh, the etiquette, uh, the cigar culture, uh, and get people who are interested in it and just teach, especially when it comes to people of color. But it's just open to anyone. Right, right. I mean that that's a good thing. I know you have the annual fest. It's, when is it? It's June this year, right? Or is, when is it this year? I know y'all changed the date. Uh, this year is June. Is this year is June fifteenth through the eighteenth? Right. And basically, what 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 they go through out there, they visit shops around the city, have different events to invite people out. So you can experience not only church here, but you can experience some of the other establishments right. in the city. Uh, the kind of you know, the irony is Jackson right. City is about 160,000 people. We had like seven shops at one time. Uh, and you get everybody a chance to experience because each one right. offers a different experience. And I, I always encourage people to travel around. It's, it's not, you know, we, we always say that uh, cigar smoking is not a hobby, but a lifestyle. And you can get that lifestyle right. several different places. And so we have much love for all the other shops around here. And we, we wish everybody much, much success. Now, speaking on staying with the cigar thing, we have, uh, I wanted to get Sheree to get a time to sit down and talk about uh, her cigar. But, she, uh-huh. uh, but they also have, uh, Moni has a cigar too, don't you? Um, yes, she does. Uh, I think it's called... Sophisticated stogies, I think. Well, I'm not yeah, sure. sophisticated. Yeah, she's uh, that's her salt from what she does cigar salt. But I know Sharita, Sharita has the Labura Negra. Uh, we'll probably have her on to talk a little bit more about that. That is that is a Dominican cigar with a Sumatra leaf, done right. in a Lancero style, done by GTO and their factory in Dominican Republic. It's a really good smoke. I'm gonna grab one here in a second. Check. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and talk a little about smoke first. I'm gonna grab one in a second. Let everybody see what it looks like. Okay. Uh, so once again, Soul City Smoke Fest. Um, we went to shout out to my people on uh, Dropper Holloway and the whole Dallas Collective. Um, the idea came about when we went to Dallas Cigar Festival, and um, uh, uh, one of my good my, one of my good brothers, uh, Walter Green, was like, "Hey, I said we can do the same thing." He said, "Do it up." I had an idea, and the rest is history. So we're trying to grow it. Uh, 
trying to build it, you know, and uh, just make again, make it a viable entity where people can have fun and learn. I want to grab one of them. This is called the Labrua Negra. It's a Lancero done by uh, DTO Cigars in the factory in the Dominican Republic. I know that light is in a bad spot, so you really can't see it. But it has a Sumatra leaf, Dominican long filler. It has a little sugar cane tip on it. A really nice smoke. In fact, I'll probably smoke one of these in one of the later shows. But, you know, since this is Good Brothers Day, you know, I have to stay with the Good Brothers. Nick Rodgers, <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. We'll get Shreeda right. on later on to talk a little bit more about this particular cigar and some of the different events she's planning with it. Uh, I know yesterday for New Year's, she had a wine testing with a local wine company here. And that's another aspect of what we're going to do with the Good Brothers Committee podcast. Not only talk about a lot of issues in our community and in the cigar sphere, but also have a lot of minority-owned businesses come on and give you a little bit of insight on what they're doing and uh, what they're trying to accomplish with their products and services. So now that's back to 2023. We're heading into the new year. We had some great championship games yesterday. Uh-huh. The, the TCU, Michigan game. Then you close out with a great Ohio State. In uh, Georgia game, um, I think you were up here with us with the TCU game, uh, right? You, as we was watching that, as a, <laughs> as it was a target call into that game, but you know, right, they, yeah, they, yeah. I, I don't know. Nah, nah, he, he did not leave. We was hit, but he hit him in the back of the neck with his helmet. Man. But I, that, I think look, if, if they would have called it on the field, if they would have called it on the field, I think they would have rolled with it. I think the problem was they did call it on the field. The game was over with. And they didn't want to make a ruling in the booth to prolong the game when it wasn't called. If it was called on the field, they would have got up old. Because he hit him with the crowd and held him back in the head. I, nah, I don't, nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I, I don't think so. Everybody in here said, oh, man, that's target. <laughs> I said, I said it was not target. You were the only one that said it was. <laughs> I would say that. Everybody in the bar. You didn't say it wasn't, but I said it was. I know Johnny said it was. Coach, was that targeting yesterday? TCU game, was that targeting? Look at that. Look at no, that. It was. no, it was not. It was not targeted. It was. No, it was not targeted. The only reason I think they didn't let that go is because they didn't want to prolong the game from the booth. If they'd have called it on the field, it'll it'll got up here. It's just that they didn't want to make a call in the booth to prolong that game and then cause TC to use that they probably would have lost. Yeah, he hit him back there. But hey, that's neither here or there. Now, I'll I, I tell you what I was surprised. I was really impressed with CJ. Yesterday for Ohio State, they came to play. I did that. They came to I, I, you know, I, I put, did that. I put money on Georgia. Uh, but they, <laughs> yeah, they won, yeah. but I still lost. They, I, you know, they yeah, he did points. that. But, but yeah, they, they came to play, and I was I was impressed. I fact, I thought they were about to lose. Uh, Fifty yards is a long kick for a college player. It's a long yeah. kick, but he had the leg on it, but it, it didn't have a shot. On it. So yeah, he hit his foot, it was gone. So Wide wood, way left. Way left. Way left. <laughs> so let's 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 uh so back to uh Keir Jackson, what's going on 2023. Your former teammate's now the head coach at Jackson State, right? Yeah, it is uh team. coach TC Taylor. Uh-huh. What you what you think's gonna what you think the direction of the, how's that gonna pan out for next year for Jackson State? Oh man, um I'm very excited for him. I know him personally, he was one of my teammates. Um he has a vision, he has his own vision. Um Based on what I've seen from early recruiting lists, uh, we got some athletes, but more importantly, we got athletes who really want to be here, who really understand the message, who really want to be in this context and show everybody, hey, it doesn't matter where you go. 
it's how you finish. And they want to come and show people that they can they can excel and grow from our school. As not only our school, but all HBCUs or even schools within this that context mean like mid major FCS schools. Right, right. I mean, I, I just think, I mean, I don't think it's going to stop him. Jack State has a, has a long history of a successful football teams. And him coming from that, you know, lineage, I, I think he could do a decent job, especially if he still has support from Prime and everybody else. So he's right, still going right, to have right. that support and helping to get, get the type of players here you need to continue to keep, continue to compete. And win championships at Jackson State, so I, I anticipate they have they have a good year next year. Um, right. Now, you know, prime league. So let's let's push that aside. Okay. What do you think of the attitudes and things like that of people? You know, when he left, how that went. Uh, I know. Let's forget about whether you believe he did it the right way or the wrong way. That you know. That's a matter of thing, it really don't matter. <laughs> but like everything that transpired afterwards. Oh man. You got some people that are bitter bitties. Yeah. It, it's like, hurt. Bitter. Yeah, hurt people, hurt people. Isn't that, yeah. isn't that, look, well, let me say this real quick before we get into that. So everybody know, no, Chad, Chad is, is Chad is really uh, modest. He's a mental health professional as well. So you know, he, he can talk on certain certain things with a certain level of experience. And, you know, what's that saying? They, they always say, uh, hurt people, hurt people. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what you got. I mean, I, I understood it. I, I understood it to to the degree that people would be upset. The right. only thing I didn't like was that, you know, when you aspire to reach a certain level, things happen at a certain level. Right. And you got to be able to maintain to know what's going you know, you have to have certain expectations when you achieve a certain level of success. And the level of success that Jackson State was on these last three years, mm-hmm. you had to know people will come looking. I mean, he I mean he made to me, I maybe I was just hearing it different. He made it clear the first year he was here that eventually he was gonna move on. Right. So to me it just it didn't make sense to me that the, it got so upset. That you know, I can understand being upset, but it got so upset that it went beyond the pale. So I'm like, what did y'all expect? And then maybe it was because you rarely have a, you know, a, a smaller school coach get picked up by a, a, a FBS school. That had, probably has something to do with it because you don't have that experience to know how that goes down and why things are done a certain way, the time frames and things like that. So I, I understood that. I gave grace with that. But mm-hmm. some of it still was over the top. Right. It was way, it was way over the top. Yeah. I, I, again, too. Piggyback on what you're saying, we've never had a coach to leave at the height of success. Yeah, we're used to seeing a coach get fired. You're right, right. or die. <laughs> I'm right. just saying. Right, right. No, you're right. That's true. It's true. You know. And what Coach Prime brought, you cannot negate, deflect, dismiss what he brought, and ultimately, what he brought. He injected a lot of hope in our community. Some people might say it's a false, uh, a false sense of hope, but he did that. Right, right, right. You know, you you can't deny that fact. But he gone. And you got time to move on. And exactly. let, let it go. 
it ain't, you know, it's nothing from nothing. You know, it, it is what it is at this point. Because there was a whole, whole lot, lot of people, people went outside and cried in the car. <laughs> Yeah, they'll be all right though. I mean, like, yeah. look, like I said, Jackson has a long history of winning, and she sees putting together a decent staff. And a lot of players stayed, and then he's doing a good job of keeping so far. Right. So I mean, I, I expect you know the success, the uh, success to maintain. It might not be as dominant as it was, but it's still going to be a successful run. Uh, I, I would think. I would think we will still be on that same level of success as Jackson State. I'm moving on from Jackson State. Hey, what's going on? What's going on, Mom? You doing all right? So we go on to another another aspect of some of the things we want to talk about. I know, you know, I mentioned earlier you're a mental health professional. Give us some insight and some things like that, or some of the things you do, or some things you aspire to do with your mental health. Because I remember you had a conversation once once before that you were interested in um, using some of your education in mental health and stuff like that to take it to the athletic level, dealing with some of the athletes and some of the things they go through mentally throughout the sports world and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I am a uh, graduate student. I'm a counselor and trainer at Mississippi College. I think it's my second year, I think. Um, I'm also the advocate uh, for anxiety and depression and mental health awareness. Uh, and, and one of my goals is to get athletic departments installed mental health frameworks um, so those, so those um, student athletes can have an avenue or an outlet um, to be able to assess and address uh, certain needs when it comes to their mental health. Because, you know, those student athletes and, and people in general, I'm not discounting anyone, have an extra insurmountable amount of pressure on them. Uh, their own, their own pressure they put on them, pressure from coaches, fans, and then social media doesn't help either. Um, because if you look at the number of individuals who committed suicide, a lot of those have been student athletes. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it's been student athletes. You know, so when you talk about pressure, think think about uh, the tight end, the tight end that, that dropped that ball at the, at the uh, celebration ball. Right, I mean, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that 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 is uh those, those are things that uh we see on a daily basis, and I know as fans, sometimes you don't take that into account what these guys actually go through and the amount of pressure they're under. But that can be that can be daunting for a lot of people, and uh, and I and I imagine this as with any other aspect of life, access right. to mental health is, is probably the biggest issue that you don't have somebody actually speaking to that. I mean, especially for a lot of guys. Yeah. Right. Look, we all men here because let's be honest. We all taught you swallow that down. You don't, you don't, you know, you, you don't, you don't show no weakness. You, you know, and that's sometimes to our own detriment. But it just, it just is what it is. That's what, that's what, that's how we built. Right. You know. So I, you know, we take it as it goes. But you know, that's another another aspect that uh, I think over time, as it become more acceptable in society. You see a lot more people getting help and getting some more understanding about the hardships. It just, yeah, just being a man, especially a black man in America, it just it comes with something, something that we all deal with, certain pressures and stuff like that. And uh, it's always good to have someone to talk to. And hopefully, this podcast can be that that avenue for some people to come right, and express, right. you know, express themselves and you know, right. talk about some issues that are. Uh, as we always talk around the shop over a good cigar and stuff like that, you know, right. It's not an issue that go on in this country or in the world that we haven't sat around this bar as a group of men and women, right? And uh, and discuss and uh, laugh, joke, 
clown each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do some clowning now. <laughs> yeah, right. So I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. But I think we get it done. Uh, we should be winding down pretty soon. I know I was trying to wait till Sharif gets here, but she's on the way back right now. Uh, get her opportunity to introduce her, but she's the uh, general manager here at Churchill. She basically runs the show now. Uh, Shout out to did, Sarita. Yeah, we, we, we just, you know, we are support. The good old Ray just walked in. Uh, yeah. What up, Ray? But Chad, we got like two more minutes left here, so... Um, you want to have any final words or anything like that? Sure. Um, first of all, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and hope you, you will subscribe uh, to the channel. We're going to expand on different um, platforms. Um, feel free to come join us sometimes when we're on and, you know, and, and, and have a, a, a say. And again, this, this is the podcast for everyone, uh, a safe place to, to be yourself and express yourself. Right. And I, I know we ran through this kind of fast, but what we wanted to do, at least get one started first of the year and get some mm-hmm. background on everybody involved. And uh, but we, we just uh, something out there, at least letting people know what we're trying to accomplish, what we're trying right. to do. It's basically just have a conversation. You That's know, it. Conversation. Good men enter, exchange views, exchange arguments, and depart friends. So yeah, we'll do that at least. 10 times this year. <laughs> there you go. So for everybody to be in it. And hey, like everybody participate. I mean, if you want to be a part of the show, there's a Good Brothers Committee. You can check it out on Facebook to send us a message or you can message Churchill Smoke Shop or Chad individually or me individually. And uh, we'll put something together and uh, have some fun. That's so right, that man. I look forward said, to it. Sign off for first Good Brothers podcast. Grab you a good smoke. Enjoy the Sunday football games. Who that? All the tigers got the hump. (laughs) (laughs) All right, till next time, y'all.